Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Welcome, World Harvest Church. We are so glad that we're getting to join you. No, it's not in the regular setting, but my family is here at my home, and so we're going to have a wonderful time together today. And uh, we just have some things on our heart that we want to share with you. So we greet the congregation. We want you to know we miss you. We look forward to the next time we get to see you face-to-face. And for ministers who may be watching, partners who may be watching, Friends of the ministry, we're just so glad that we can be with you and joining you. Right now with California, we have some restrictions that forbid us to get together in our building. So we're here at my home and we're just going to spend a good time around the word together. And I want you to know I'm believing with you and my family's believing with you. Our staff is believing with you for there to be divine increase even in this season when Things are a little unsettled and they're not as normal. I want you to know that there's still a supply for you. And so we believe with you that there will be no diminishing, but it will be increase and you will prosper during this time. Um, You know, I want to remind you, especially my congregation, faith is for times when things especially try to get out of order. Now, I know this, you know, the just shall live by faith. That's the way we live. But uh, when things that try to get out of order around your life, we don't lay our faith down and then go back to life as normal. We go to our faith life and we go to the word and we let the word govern us. So I want to remind you as a pastor and Pastor Morgan and Stephen and Grant, we've been putting and feeding faith in you for many years now. And we know you're full of faith. And so we encourage you, make sure that your responses are in faith and make sure that you stay in that flow of faith because that's where the victory is. And so we want to remind you that this is when your faith shines in times like these. It's not like laying it down and going back to maybe how you would have responded before the word took its place in your life. So we encourage you in that. Also, if you have prayer requests, um, you can get online, send those to us. We'll agree with you. Our staff and my family, Morgan's here and Stephen are with me here and we'll agree with you. So get online. If you want us to agree with you in prayer about something, we want to do that. But I would say not only just agree with you about things of prayer, what about testimonies? I'm expecting we're going to hear testimonies from people believing for things for their family and their homes during this time. That it's not just all of a prayer time, but it's a testimony time too. And so, uh, you know, learn to recognize how God is moving in very particular ways for your family during this time. And get uh, get online and send that testimony to us. We, we want to hear about it. And then also, we want to remind you, take your stand against things that are not of the flow of faith. You know, there's going to be, Morgan and Stephen, there's going to be a lot of conversations going on. out there. And not only do you hear it through the television and stuff, but we're not obligated to get in a flow that people who have been untaught are in. I mean, we can establish Mm -hmm. the flow of conversation. So, you know, don't, don't um, be swayed by conversations of fear. Don't let it in. Don't be swayed by conversations of what are we going to do? We're going to do what we've always done. We walk by faith. (laughs) The just shall live by faith. 
And so when people are bringing to the forefront potential health issues, potential financial issues, we're aware of that. And we don't, we don't make life that people are facing things, but we know our faith is for these times Amen. and the word is for these Amen. times. So bring your faith flow to the lives mm -hmm. of people and to the conversations of people. And, you know, I want to encourage you to encourage others to yes. stay out of that fear yes. flow. You've been taught as our congregation, but you encourage others, hey, there's no help for you in fear. Let's just believe God. And uh, so I encourage you to encourage others in that flow. And uh, when someone is struggling, be mindful that they haven't been taught like we've been taught. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, for yeah. years we have set under the teaching of the word. And so these truths that we draw on during times like this, um, they feel like home to us. But some of these truths are foreign to other people. And if I could say this, and I how, how to say this, I guess the best way is don't try to show off spiritually to people who haven't been taught. Comfort them. Don't try to make them feel like I can't believe you're worried or That's I can't good. believe you're fearful. We don't want to spiritually, if I could say this, show off by making light mm -hmm. of someone else that's struggling. But while you're comforting them, encourage them in their faith. Don't get in the flow they're in, but let them know that there's another flow. So we want to remind you, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And so just stay in that faith flow. Um, right now, we're going to, we didn't have our praise and worship, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to receive, give you the opportunity uh, for tithes and offerings. You know, just as your family needs continue financially, the ministry needs continue financially, but not even so much that. It matters what we do when circumstances try to press on us. It matters that we stay with the truth of the word. And so I want to encourage you right now, uh, prepare to give. And when you give, release your faith. Don't just um, take an act out of routine of giving, but release your faith when you give. You can give online. You can do text to give. And in that, uh, you can text uh, WHC to the number and um, that way it will be able to, you'll be able to give that way and it's convenient. Of course, people can mail it or whatever. Um, I want to just for a moment encourage you and exhort you and instruct you regarding your giving before we go any further. You know, sometimes if people don't think right, you know, my family, we've been taught and others uh, of you who have been with us for years, you might not face this, but the temptation with a lot of people at a time like this is I can't believe you're going to receive an offering when people have financial pressure under them, you know, on top of them. But you know what? It's wrong thinking to think that we should ever resent receiving an offering at a particular time sure. of need. Yeah. And, you know, um, my dad was a cotton and wheat farmer. And there's one thing my dad never did. He never resented sowing his seed in his field. <laughs> yeah. You know, he always looked forward to him, to forward to that. You you went so many times with daddy on his drives. Yeah. He would, yeah. he'd put you in the pickup. Y'all had to go out to see the different farms. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't go look at his crops to see what was happening. And it was an exciting time for him. He looked forward to the mm -hmm. season when he got to plant. 
He didn't think, well, the ground's just trying to rob me of my seed. <laughs> you know, he never treated it as a resentful action to take. And so in a time when people are so aware of financial things, I don't want you to, I don't want anyone out there to fall prey to the thinking that it's not appropriate to receive offerings. This is the time when the ground is so valuable when you always need to be planting your seed and it's not a resentful time. Never resent the ground that's going to produce a harvest in your life. Amen. And so I encourage you with that. And you know, during a time of famine, you know, God will take care of us. And I want you to know that just because economic changes happen, um, you just stay consistent with what you know is in line with the word and the giving of tithes and offerings. So I'm going to, uh, while you're doing that, we're just going to go ahead and pray for the people as yes. they give so they can release their faith. Stephen, why don't you lead us in praying? Father, we, we thank you, Father, and we bring our tithes and our offerings and we thank lift you, it up Father. before you. And Father, we declare a hundredfold in Jesus' yes. name. And we thank you, Father, for the opportunity to give and to yes. sow. And we, we claim a full harvest in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And you know, it's so good to know that um, what you do at times like this you remain the same, <laughs> you know, yeah. that word Amen. anchors you yeah. and uh, you keep releasing your faith. Mm -hmm. You know, today I have something on my heart and it's really something that the spirit of God began talking to me about really uh, weeks before the coronavirus ever became a report from the media. Right. And um, I want to go back to what the Spirit of God said to me before all this started coming to the surface and to the forefront. Because I know this about God. The God says in His Word, He's made us the head and not the tail. What that means is we're in front of situations. We're not behind them. And so when He deals with His children, He's dealing with us to keep us in front of situations. We're not the cleanup crew going behind life and going behind the activity of the enemy doing a cleanup That's job. Right. Yes, God will keep us in front of things. Yeah. And so we have to be aware that keeping in front of things, he will show us answers before we even see a need arise. And so God began saying something to me. Uh, he highlighted a, a particular scripture, and I've already taught on it to our church family, but I'm going to go back to it because I see it as a prescription for us during this time. And it's in Psalms 37. If you have your Bibles, get it out. Psalms 37 and verses 18 and 19. And I'm going to read out of the King James, this translation. It says, the Lord knows the days of the upright. That means that God's acquainted with what's going on in our daily life. Amen. And their inheritance shall be forever. Verse 19 says, they shall not be ashamed in the evil times. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to read, I love, Stephen, how the NIV translation reads. It says, the blameless spend their days under the Lord's care. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like oh, that. that's good. The blameless. Now, see, you say, well, am I blameless? If you're born again, the blood of Jesus has washed you, made you clean. You are clean and blameless in his sight. Mm -hmm. 
And so it says the blameless spend their days under the Lord's care. You know what? Under the coronavirus days, we're still under the Lord's care. We're not under coronavirus days. You know, we're still under his care. Amen. And so it says the blameless spend their days under the Lord's care and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. Mm. So when it looks like your salary might have been cut back or your work hours cut back, the word here says in days of famine. What's a day of famine? Well, a day of famine is any time there's not the usual supply around you, meaning there's not enough of resources. And this word says in those days that his people will enjoy plenty, not just barely enough, right? but they'll enjoy plenty. The New Living Translation says this. I like this too. Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent. And you say, well, is that me? Yes. If you're blood washed, you're innocent. The blood cleanses you. If you're born again, you are innocent. You qualify for this. Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Yeah. Now, what's a disgrace in hard times for us? It would be something like not being able to pay your bill. Mm-hmm. That's a disgrace. That's a hardship. That's a, a point of shame that if we didn't have enough to meet our financial obligations. And the Lord says they will not be disgraced in hard times. And it says, even in famine, they will have more than enough. Don't set your faith for just your meals met. Set your faith for more than enough. If we're going to walk in the light of this passage, we're not just believing enough to get to the next page. We are believing for more than enough. And that's why we want you to set your faith on that. Now, this passage in, in, uh, this, in this Bible verse speaks of two times, the evil time. And it speaks of the days of famine. You know, there can be, in some countries, there could be a a countrywide famine. There could be a regional famine. But there can also be a personal famine. It doesn't have to just be a time when something of crisis is going on around you. Sometimes just your own life is, you're facing a, a time when it seems like there's not enough. And I want you to know, the word has something to say about those times when personal famines try to threaten you. Now... Uh, I want I want you to, rem- it doesn't just talk about the evil time. It doesn't just talk about the famine. Before it even refers to the evil time and the word famine, it refers to your inheritance. Yeah. That you have an inheritance. Amen. And that inheritance is for when things try to get out of place. Yes. And that's when that inheritance becomes so... Uh, visible. Yes. Because others may be struggling and we go, no, we have an inheritance. And so it says our inheritance is forever. So that means if your job hours were changed, your inheritance didn't change. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they're saying no more, not the same work hours, you have to stay home. Your inheritance from God stays the same. And this is what you need to be talking about in your home. This is what you need to be focusing on, not focusing on, oh, they cut back my hours. I still have a mortgage that's due. I still have, you know, car insurance that do that's due. What you need to talk about, wait a minute. Before these days ever showed up, God applied an inheritance to these days. 
I'm in his care. And so that's what I want you as the congregation, our congregation, and those of you viewing, I want you to be mindful that there is an inheritance for the evil day. What's the evil day? Anything that the enemy, anytime the enemy shows up, right. it could be with sickness, it could be with lack, it could be any kind of test and trial against your home, your family, your children. You have an inheritance at those times. Mm -hmm. And so this is what God began talking to us about before this whole coronavirus thing ever got reported. God gave us this verse. And so I want us to stay camped on this verse. I want you as a congregation, keep feeding on it. Keep feeding and repeating this verse and confessing it. That means the inheritance that he's made ours works for us no matter what the circumstances are that surround us. Yeah. Because our inheritance is forever. Yes. It's not It's not going to fluctuate. Yeah. You know, just because economy fluctuates right. and because right. supply and demand fluctuates, right. the inheritance never fluctuates. And so changing and difficult times are not going to alter our inheritance. It's always been the same. So that's why we can... In our conversations, be the same. We don't have to go into crisis conversation or crisis mode because the same inheritance that was ours two weeks ago is still ours. And so that's what we want to to focus on and draw on and talk about. And can I say this yeah. too? Be mindful as you go into the store or you're out and about and there has been what people thought would be shortages and yeah you see empty shelves and those times uh fear or worry can get on you you can physically and tangibly yeah. feel um the condition that other people are struggling with uh -huh. but when you see the there's uh you know you went to get bread and you know what there's no bread so we've got to come back tomorrow these are real things yeah. that you're facing when you go to the throne room, the inheritance never runs out. <laughs> oh. It never empties out. Every believer, uh, believers everywhere, that inheritance is available to rush to the throne room yeah. and say, thank you, Father, that it's mine. And somebody else isn't going to get your portion. No, you don't have to become uh, yeah. <laughs> conflicted on how you're behaving. No, <laughs> right. So don't approach God yeah. in a desperate way the way yeah. you would approach going about these daily um, tasks that we have to do. God, you can come in peace. You can come in joy. Yeah. You can come knowing that it is set aside just for you and uh, like she said you'll never wither what is a plant that withers a plant that withers is one that hasn't had enough poured out on it yeah god has poured out yeah. every good blessing on us it's already the windows were open he's poured out such a blessing on yeah. his people that we uh, don't have to wither because he's already it's a flow it's it's a flow that's already in our direction so I wanted to remind you, yeah. don't approach God from a desperate place. <laughs> We're not oh desperate people. Right. We are not. You may be desperate at the grocery store because <laughs> you, you don't have toilet paper. But God's inheritance, you're not fighting for anybody. Jesus yeah. provided the fullness for And everyone. he'll make sure you get everything yes, you he need will. and more. And more. And, That's and right. you know, the thing that we have to remember is that we have a better covenant than the old covenant. That's right. And in that, when you look at what God did with delivering the Hebrews out of Egypt... 
He led them to wilderness. You know what? You know what? No, no toilet paper in the wilderness. <laughs> you know, no grocery stores in the wilderness, right? That's right. None of the, what they were used to in Egypt right. was there. There's no civilization out there. They're mm-hmm. in the wilderness, and God led them there. Now, they stayed too long. That's right. You know, they, God intended they pass through, but they stayed too long. But while they were in the wilderness, God was so committed to the inheritance that was theirs. You know what he did? He dropped food out of heaven for them. Amen. I mean, meaning this, if God had to, which he doesn't have to. But I'm saying if God had to, he would He would take a, the resources of heaven and bring them to earth. And you say, that's not even feasible. That's what he did with the manna. Right. The Bible says it was angel food. That, and yes, it came good. out of heaven every day. Meaning this, God would do whatever God has to do to make sure that you're not just... That you don't just have enough, that you have more than enough. Amen. God will work what maybe you've never seen him work before in this time for you. Mm-hmm. They had never seen... God supply for them through that avenue of manna before, but they saw a new, um, a new activity of God in their behalf to meet their needs mm-hmm. because he's committed himself. That's right. And see, it's not, we're not trying to talk God into taking care of us. He has the, this was his commitment toward us. And so what we have to do, uh, I want you, in fact, before I go and say any further, I want, I want you to turn with me to Psalms 107 and verse 2. Psalms 107, verse 2. And it says this. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. My husband used to make such a great statement in connection with this verse. And he would say this, your redemption won't work unless you say so. Mm-hmm. So if we aren't talking the right thing, then the right thing can't flow. So there is an inheritance waiting on us to call for it with us making right confessions, mm-hmm. with us saying the right thing. So we are the redeemed and we are to say in the face of difficult times, we're to say, I'm redeemed from this. And it says here, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. So when the hand of the enemy starts becoming apparent, when circumstances start escalating, that's the time to start talking to that hand of the enemy, to those circumstances, say, I'm redeemed. So that's what he's telling you. When the hand of the enemy starts moving and you see things escalate, you're going to have to say something at that time. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You have to say so. So this is what I, this is what the Spirit of God gave for me several weeks ago before all this showed up. He gave us that verse in Psalms that our inheritance is forever, but you're going to have to say so. Say, I have an inheritance in the evil day. I have an inheritance when there's not enough seemingly going around. We'll have more than enough. And so this is what the Spirit of God said to me. You have to tell your need what God said. That's good. And this is what we're doing. When it looks like you may not get the same amount on your paycheck, tell your need what God says. What did God say? This is what he wants you to say in the evil day. This is what he wants you to say in a time of famine. He wants you to say, I have an inheritance. I am under the Lord's care every single day. And that inheritance flows for me. But it won't work automatically. Now, Stephen, you know this because people will think many times, well, if it belongs to me, it'll just show up. 
Yeah. But we have to release our faith. That's right. You know, one thing that um, Dad always talked about was in Matthew 6. Yes. And he says, yes. don't take no thought. <laughs> don't." I, I heard that sermon. Don't take the thought saying. A uh, hundred times. You yes. Know, and I heard it and I heard it and I heard it. And, you know, a lot of people like to say amen when the grocery store is full. <laughs> They like to say amen when they got their bonus. But then all, all, when they go to the grocery store and it's cleaned out, you start to really, that gets on you. You know, it can get on you. And um, I Yeah, just we remember, have had that same, that same amen. Right. And I just, you know, I went to the grocery store and I, I noticed a lot of stuff was gone. You know, the candy was still there. You know, it worked for me. Oh, no. You know, but the toilet paper was gone. And, you know, some of the essentials, the meats were gone and the eggs were gone. And then, you know, I started thinking, I was like, wow, you know, but this thing's really getting cleaned out. And I, I, I really, I went back and I, I, I was just thinking and I, I remember what dad would say, take no thought for what yeah. you're going to eat. Yes, that's what right. you're going to wear. Yes, what you're going to drink. How are you going to pay for it? Yes, How are you going to do on. it? And he said, you know, in every country, this was dad's uh, add-on was, you know, not in every country do they have giraffes. Do they have tigers? They don't have that in every right. country. But that's he good. says... Then Jesus said, look at the birds. He said, in every country, there's birds. Every, every morning they wake up, and there's going to be a supply. Yeah. Those birds are our reminders God's taking care of. That's us. right. So, okay. you know, and so one thing Dad Hagen says, and people, you, you, you can get wrapped up in your head real quick. You know, what do I do? What do I do? And one thing Dad Hagen said that all, always helps me when you're struggling, just act like the word is true. <laughs> That's a fresh thought, right? Right. It's like with all that junk going through your head, you what know, trying to do? diagnose what to do. It's like, all right, what do we do? Just act like the word's true. And it anchors you. It does. It brings it you back down you. to reality. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, we're going to act like the word's true. We're going to believe when we go there. We're going to get what we need. You know so we, we encourage you, keep the conversation in the faith flow. Because there's so many conversations out there of what are we going to do? How are we going to make it? You know, all these things. And, you know, you may not know everything of how things are going to transpire for you. But the thing is, they're going to transpire in the, in the God direction for you. There's an inheritance. Don't worry about it. Like I said, when other people may be fearful, encourage them. Don't make light of what they're struggling with, but encourage them in the faith flow. And you know what? People are looking for something to hang on to, yes, to anchor are. themselves. And you know, the world doesn't have this hope that we have. No. They don't understand. That's why everyone's panicking, because they really believe. They don't understand the supply. They don't understand that. That's they believe right. that when they go to the grocery store, they have to to uh, just be aggressive to get things. Yes. Uh -huh. They don't have any any hope, you know, yeah. of, of, of getting money or getting yeah. finances. It's all lost. It's all lost to them and they start panicking. But we have, like you said, we have a different a different hope that the, the Bible tells us, don't worry about these things. Yeah. You know, think about it. If you were facing life without faith. Right. That I'd have would... a mask on too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd wear the face shield. I'd get the hazmat suit, right? You might get on the Star Wars. Right, because really, that's yeah. your best hope not to get, yeah. you When know, you don't have faith, yeah. life looks different for it you. Does. Doesn't it? Yeah. But that's what, I'm so grateful that God has put in us what he's put in us. And it's such a treasure and a value because life looks different with eyes of faith, with words of faith with thoughts of faith, with conversations of faith. Life is completely different. 
So be an encouragement to someone else to help bring up their faith, not take faith out of them good. during That's this good. time by by having a wrong flow in our conversation. Yeah. It, it, because faith faith settles everything back yeah. down into place. You know, the thing, the word tells us that uh, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so we just realize that he keeps us consistent yeah. and anchored. So um, I want to pray with with you. I want you to release your faith right now. And we've been talking about our inheritance and what we're going to say. This is the big point I want to make to you today. Tell your need what God says. Tell the evil day, I have an inheritance. Tell famine, I have an inheritance. Any time of struggle, not just during this season. This sure. is this is our artillery for whatever shows up in our life. Mm-hmm. And so right now as a congregation, as ministry friends, as partners, let's release our faith together. Father, we're so thankful for your word. Thank you. Your word is a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our path. It shows us how to keep walking when dark times show up. We're not in the dark. We're in the light. And so today, we release our faith together and we say we delight in your word. We're doers of your word, not just hearers. We don't just amen when we're sitting in the church building. But in everyday life, we're amening your word. We're saying it shall come to pass in our life. Father, you said to us in your word that we are under your care every day. You said that your inheritance in our direction that it's forever. It's not going to fluctuate. It's not going to change. We believe you. We believe your word. And Father, we're standing in times that are different for us. We see times around us fluctuate, and we're so grateful that we know what to say, that we know what to believe, we know what to do. And in the face of evil day, in the face of famine, in the face when it seems like there's not enough, we say we have an inheritance. We thank you for our inheritance. We worship you for that inheritance. And we say our inheritance is flowing to us today. It's flowing to you today. It's flowing to the congregation members today. It's flowing to our partners today. It's flowing to every believer today. It's flowing to our, our ministry friends. It's flowing to our pastors. And pastors, I say this, if there's pastors watching us, don't believe that your finances in your church have to suffer because of what's Amen. going on. Amen. Do not even start making that plan. Start talking about your inheritance. We say we have an inheritance and we tell our needy, there's an inheritance for you. And so we believe that. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We're redeemed from evil days. We're redeemed from evil yeah. times. And we have more than enough. And we're believing for more than enough. More Amen. Than enough. Amen. Now, one of the things that it, it makes today special, too, for us is that we've been planning for months now about DM Day. Yes. And so, Morgan, I want you to tell them a little bit about what that is. DM Day is a time where our church along with um the churches we've got a couple i believe some churches in canada and around the nation they Mm -hmm. take today it's usually one set sunday out of each year and they give an offering um to defraying ministries pastor nancy's schedule is so busy um she's not able to get to every uh, congregation congregation, every church and i want to remind you 
our congregation, because I'm I'm talking to World Harvest Church congregation, but if you're watching and you're a partner and your church didn't receive this offering, I'm going to encourage you in the word right now um, to get a, be a part of this offering. There is already a trip uh, that she has not been able to make. Um, currently, we've had to completely cancel um, at least one, and that is an overseas trip. Uh, to Russia and Estonia. She was going to go to some European countries. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've got some trips right now that are on the line that we're going to have to make some decisions about. And uh, of course, that affects the income to Defray Ministries. But we can't get to those places we, as easily now. So we then can. They can yeah. yeah, travel is affected. Mm -hmm. Um, but because she can't get everywhere and now even more than ever, because she's not being able to get out, um, Defray Ministries needs to continue. That is a huge part of the outreach church family, uh, part of our outreach at World Harvest Church. It's the overseas outreach. Um, it's going to the churches that are across the country in all different places. The pastors uh, love to receive her. They expect her. They expect the flow of the spirit and, and revelation and impartations to come while she's there. And part of this Defraying Ministries offering, the DM offering, it's going as a one-time offering that we receive once a year mm -hmm. to just flood Defraying Ministries to help propel us into the rest of the year. Uh, so we don't want to falter on our commitment that we have made to the Defraying Ministries offering. It's so important now more than ever. And I want to read something to you uh, because Pastor Nancy's traveling full-time now. Um, Paul, just as Paul traveled full-time, he wrote back to the church there at Philippi. And we know this, and, and if you've been around, you've heard Pastor Nancy talk about this. Uh, other ministries have talked about this. The church there was in much want. They were one of the poorest congregations. And so we don't even have to look at the, the time and the season that we're in. We know this church here, they were of much need of their own. Mm -hmm. But they refused to neglect and to quit on their commitment of faith of giving to Paul. And Paul was able to tell them, I was made very happy in the Lord that now you have revived your interest in my welfare after so long, you indeed thinking of me, but you had no opportunity to show it. So now they've finally gotten an opportunity to show their appreciation and they had been giving to him. Not He said, not that I'm implying that I was in any personal want, uh, for I have learned how to be content, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or disquiet in whatever state I am. Uh, he talks about he knew how to be settled, to be abased, to be confident, to be comfortable, no matter what financial condition he was in. So we're not coming to you. We're not having DM Day because we have It's not some, a crisis. <laughs> we're, we're not, not in a crisis. crisis. No. And uh, we're not having some great need, but we don't want to fall back on our commitment that we made to well, this I day. Well, I remember uh, a pastor friend of ours who's so close with us. Where this came from is God spoke to him several years ago and said, uh, where is my aunt, where is your honor for this ministry? Yes. Talking about Defrain Ministries because he was saying his life had been changed, his ministry had been changed, and God was basically saying when, when something has been used by God 
to bless and change your life, you yes. honor that. Yes. And so he said, God spoke to him, give the people a chance to honor what they've received Amen. from the ministry. It's yeah. not a crisis thing. It's no. an honor thing that helps us go That's forward. Exactly. Absolutely. That's but exactly it's honoring. Right. And he was saying, you know, I'm not always able to have the Dufresnes in my church because of their calendar. But he said, my honor for them remains the same. And I still must express that honor, even if they're not able to be present in my church. And this is above and beyond partnership. A, a, a monthly partnership. A mar so yes. you may be watching. You're not part of World Harvest Church because I'm primarily talking to our church to receive our Dufresne Ministries offering. But you may not be part of our church, but maybe you've been in a meeting with Pastor Nancy. Maybe you have been a part. Uh, she's come to your congregation and you say, well, I'm a partner. This is above and beyond yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, when, when Paul says here, it says, but it was right and commendable and noble of you to, to, to contribute to my needs. Mm -hmm. It's right, it's, an, it's commendable, and it's noble for us to receive this one-time offering in the eyes of God. And of course, he goes on and he says, you know, my God shall supply all your needs. And we know that. Um, so we encourage you today, my congregation, we're not going to quit we're not going to falter on our commitment. We've been preparing for this. This is the time right now that you show God. And we love what Brother Norville Hayes says. God believes what you do, not just what you say. Yeah. It's about what you do. So right yeah. now is a time of doing for us. We are giving ourselves an opportunity to be doers of the word that we show God. You supply all my needs by giving to Dufresne Ministries. This offering, if you're watching and you you partner with us or you're not part of our church, know this. This offering doesn't go to the church. No. This offering goes directly to Dufresne Ministries, yes. which is the traveling portion mm -hmm. of this ministry, the outreach portion. It's all going towards that. Um, so we will not keep any of it in the, the four World Harvest Church. It's right. all going for Pastor Nancy and the traveling and ministry. And you know, this year we're going to six countries. Yes. And so that, yes. that, that helps, Huge. Uh, it just helps to be a part of what God, where God is sending yes. us and what God is doing. There. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, the offering will be say be quarantined to Dufresne Ministries, <laughs> if we're using the lingo these days, it's, it's going to go right to Pastor Nancy. It's designated and her, there. It's designated uh -huh, there. Uh -huh. So uh, we won't take it and distribute that to any other needs, but we are thrilled at the call, the increase in the anointing and the revelation that is on her life, and we want to be a part of that. We want to sow into that. So uh, my congregation, you need to make sure, go to the website. Now listen, this is very important instructions. You can do text to give, and that is, the, the code is DMDAY. If you text any other code, it will not go um, to Dufresne Ministries Day. So DMDAY, if you're partnering with us, you can go to our website and give by um, uh, via our website by, I believe, credit card, debit card. But you can also do debit card, uh, credit card via text to give. So either one of those, you can mail it in. We've got mm -hmm. churches that are mailing in sure. their offerings um, that they're receiving today. And I've gotten word. I just had a pastor text me today, and he says, we're still receiving our DM mm -hmm. Day offering. We want to know if it's still on. I said, DM Day is still <laughs> on. Uh, so uh, we're, we're not going to quit. And I, I love what a pastor a friend of ours, he always says, if you just don't quit, you win. Yeah. If you just don't quit in the word, you'll win. Yeah. yeah. And we see that over and over again, men and women in the Bible who just wouldn't quit. Why don't you pray with them that are giving okay. for 
toward DM Day. Father, we thank, thank you, you for every seed sown, every yes. sower that is faithfully committing to what they have purposed in their heart. Oh, Father, I love what your word says in 2 Corinthians. He who purposes in his heart. And Father, I know there are many out there right now, congregations uh, everywhere today that are receiving uh, their offering for, for Dufresne Ministries. Our congregation receiving our offering for Dufresne Ministries. We're purposing in our heart to be cheerful givers. Yes. We are rejoicing at the opportunity to give. We love giving, Father. We love yes. what you've done. We say our lives have been changed through Dufresne Ministries. Our families have been changed. Our ministries have been changed through Dufresne Ministries and, and through the impartations that have come through Dufresne Ministries. And Father, we know this. We are quick to give. We're quick to sow and we rejoice over this offering i pray for every giver uh father that as they give we call in a full bountiful full harvest, harvest yes. into their lives and their home and father i know this that uh as being part of defraying ministries we're authorized as a family to speak a quick return yes. father that that return is going to come quickly to each home because they obeyed and they responded uh, in a time where others uh, would say, what are you doing? When the mind would say, what are you doing? But Father, they re responded quickly and with a joyful heart. And so we say a quick return, a full return. And we thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, that for Dufresne Ministries and the traveling part of this ministry, we say the rest of the year is filled with glory. Yes. The best days are ahead. Uh, the, the best times are ahead. And yes. Father, we say the miracle signs and wonders, the confirming of your word is going to be manifested in a way that we have never seen before. The confirming, Father, of all that we have been preaching and expecting in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Well, you know, the word says also, we've been talking about finances, we've been talking about your saying, but the word says also pray one for another that you may be healed. So before we uh, leave today, I want Stephen, if you would pray, there may be people that are facing difficult uh, physical situations, pain in their body. And uh, we want to let them know they're not alone in that home watching yeah. right now. So yes. if you're at home or wherever you are watching, just put your hands up. Yes. And yes. Father, we thank you thank that we receive healing together. Yes. Father, if there's anybody out there, Father, that, that, that needs healing in their life or they've had fear or whatever has been going on in their life, Father, we declare that they are healed in Jesus' yes. name. We join our faith. We, we join our faith and, and we say, stop the fear in Jesus' name. Yes. We say healing is flowing through your yes. body. If you're right there now. now, just say, I, I receive healing now. Right now. Yes. I receive right now. healing yes. now in my body. Yes. I receive everything I need in my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I've enjoyed getting to be with yeah. my Dufresne family, but I've missed y'all. And uh, we'll get be, we'll get to be back with you again soon, and we look forward to it. And you know, when you have, when you have times like this, you realize how dear your family yes. is to you. I'm talking about the church family. So we long to see your face, and we look forward to the next time. But until then, we want to hear from you. We want to hear anything we pray with you about, or as we said, testimonies. We're expecting great testimonies out of this time. So God bless you. Uh, we love you, and we will see you soon. God bless you.
We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.